Welcome to the Creating Wealth and Wellness Podcast. Your hosts, Amanda Kingsley and Tara Masilvine, team up to take you on a journey where freedom is cultivated through personal development, where women connect to fuel their futures, and where wealth is created as a byproduct of being well. Beautiful. Welcome, welcome. Tara, yay! Hi, Amanda. Here we go. <laughs> Another awesome podcast week. Um, so we've now sort of, we've covered the base of what we want to create in this podcast. And the next step we thought would be fun for our listeners was to get a sneak peek into who we are, right? Who who are you stepping into this journey with? So um, we're going to do some an interview with Tara this week, interview with me next week interview sounds so formal <laughs> conversation <laughs> right a conversation just sort of dig into like the a tiny sneak peek into our lives so I'm excited to hear the answers to some of these questions we grabbed um for you Tara are you ready oh, I am so ready born ready to talk about myself <laughs> yeah. unfortunately um our podcast listeners cannot see uh, what we see, because we're actually recording this in a video chat, but Tara is holding up her hand with this gorgeous tattoo, or is that, that's Hannah? No, that's, yeah, it's my tattoo. It looks different to me than other times that I've seen you, which is why I'm like, <gasps> so I guess I usually see the whole arm, <laughs> not just the So anyway, there's this, there's a tidbit for you. Tara has a gorgeous tattoo on her arm. And, mm, thank you. And, Forearm. <laughs> okay, so Tara, I think that if I were a listener, I'd be super curious about who who we are. So maybe you could just give us a sneak peek into your daily life. Like, what does it look like when Tara gets up in the morning? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I tend to be a very early riser. I've always been a morning person. Not to say that I wasn't like a night like a night owl at times too, but I love the quiet and the peace of the morning. Um, so I naturally wake up pretty early. And since I have a three-year-old, she wakes up usually very early, <laughs> and earlier than I would even want at sometimes. But um, so usually I'm waking up between like maybe five, five thirty and six thirty as a rule. I'm usually up by six. Woo! Um, I know, and it's actually really awesome because. My husband loves to sleep later if given the opportunity. So it's very cool that I get, you know, alone time with myself. And usually I go make myself a, you know, delicious cup of coffee. And I take a stroll around my backyard and um, say good morning to the chickens. And, and if Aria is with me, then we take a walk together and, you know, like I'm pointing out weeds for her and she loves to pick the weeds and feed them to the chickens. So it's, in my perfect world, so this is a few days a week at least, I get to have this kind of morning where I'm just kind of relaxing and, and taking strolls around my property and, and enjoying my daughter time before the husband gets up. <laughs> and then I'm pretty much like rushing to here, there, or everywhere because I, I own and manage a couple of different businesses and usually there's something that I'm committed to do for the day, but yeah, you know, it doesn't, a lot of it doesn't feel like work because I make my schedule. So 
you know, I really commit mostly to things that I want to do. So it doesn't feel like an overwhelming thing. And um, so sometimes it looks like coming to um, the co-working space that I, the, I founded the predecessor of, but I'm still a member and a volunteer at the new version of it, the 2.0. Um, so that's also where I have my private office and it's where I meet with my clients. Sometimes it's coaching sessions with clients. Um, sometimes it's putting out fires with my big established cleaning company, you know, hmm. somebody forgot their key or I'm finding coverage for so-and-so or, right. you know, whatever pops up during the day. Um, I try to be home nowadays for dinner or shortly after every night. Um, I do allow myself a couple nights a month that I'm out of the house, either for like board meetings where I volunteer. I volunteer for a local charter school, uh, public charter school. Um, I serve on the board of trustees for that. that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually, I'm going, I already had my two year anniversary volunteering with them. So it's been really fun to kind of learn some of the ins and outs of how a, a school of that magnitude operates um, and how the what education are, what's system What's the age operates. range on that charter school? Yeah, it's the Hilltown Public Co-op Charter oh, School. So yeah. not only are they a, a formal cooperative, which is really awesome, um, but they service all the way from kindergarten through junior high. So they don't do high school, um, but they are a little bit different in that the kids are not necessarily great grouped directly to the academic year. So yeah. they actually overlap ages a little bit so that kids can get to be with older kids and younger kids. And um, oh, cool. it's very like heavily arts and like, how did you end up on that board? Cause your daughter's, yep. She's not of school age. So no, she's three. Yeah. So nice. they, they have been clients of my cleaning company for years. Okay. And a few years ago, I, I won this like, this really, really like crazy prestigious award. It's not a big deal. <laughs> but I, I was honored for the 40 under 40 through Business West. Um, Beautiful. And when the administrative director of the school, who was also a client of ours, saw my write up and they did like a full like article about me. Um, and she was like, I had no idea you were so involved in the community because at that point I was already serving on like three boards and a handful of committees. Um, and she asked me if I had any interest in serving because they would love to have a community member on the board of trustees. And I said, of course, yes. So Amazing. Was, they asked me I and I kind of track. stumbled into it. That's okay. <laughs> because I know you enough to go, wait a second. She doesn't have school age kids. How interesting. That, and that's how, that's really fascinating. I think for people to hear that you're serving on a board that doesn't even directly impact you or you and your family. It's like, that's like a community decision, right? That's yeah. Like well, I, that is something I do spend a lot of time trying to figure out how to sort of pay it forward. I feel extremely lucky, lucky and blessed in my life. And one of the things that I am very good at is working with other people. So I really like serving on boards Beautiful. and committees and um, sort of giving back in that way. Cause it's, it's something that I feel good at. I feel very capable of doing it. And it's not something that everybody enjoys or can fit into their lives. So I'm always trying to do some kind of volunteering. So that's what I make, you know, um, I give myself permission to be out of the house a couple times a month for things like that. Well, um, I'm inspired. Business events or things. Okay. Um, but when you do come home to dinner, which yes. is your, that's your desire is to be home with your family for dinner uh -huh. for the week. So now we can go back to your day now that I've okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I absolutely love to cook. So it's usually that I get home and I'm preparing some kind of food. And, you know, I 
I hear a lot these kind of teasy things. Well, why don't, you know, why doesn't your husband make dinner? Because I really like to cook. It's part of mm-hmm. what I love to do. Um, mm-hmm. And he probably would, but we wouldn't be eating the kind of food that I want to have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I love to cook. I'll, I will make a sit-down meal, and most of the time we eat at the table, but sometimes we watch a family movie while we eat, depending on yeah. the day and the food. Um, and okay, then I have another question. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Are you the kind of cook who like meal plans out your week, goes grocery shopping and has it all ready and you know what you're going to do when you get home? Or are you like you come home from your day, you open the fridge and you whip something together because you're, it's easy for you to just throw together dinner. It's both (laughs) both. because I love meal planning and I like crazy pride myself on being self-sufficient and very frugal and like a domestic goddess. So I love to do the meal planning and all of like some, some of the prep work. So I'll, when I find the time to actually do that, it'll last for a couple of weeks and then things will start to derail. And then I'll have a couple of weeks of like, what the heck do I do now that I'm out of everything? And my, my plan has already gone to pot. Um, and then I will recoup it. So usually it's like half to two thirds of the month. It's relatively well-planned and, and organized. And I have an idea of what's going on. And then it's just like, a haphazard, like crazy town show for the rest of the month. Cool. <laughs> and then eventually I'll jump back on the wagon. <laughs> I think so, so many listeners have families. And so I think that's really interesting because meals are so much a part of how we function. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, like yep. nutritionally, um, spiritually, like there's so many ways that food plays into our lives. So I think most parents are curious about how that works for other people. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, you know this, that I've been sort of experimenting with a new lifestyle slash menu, um, which is very much a departure from how I've always been. And that my, my family and I, because as of a couple of days ago, my husband sort of jumped on, on the bad, the bandwagon with me. Um, and we've been eating pretty much vegan, including very high quality backyard eggs. Incredible. Um, so it's a very different way of preparing food. It's a very different way of eating than mm-hmm. we ever had. It's not, it's not so much these like really big, heavy, infrequent meals. It's more like grazing and lots of gathering and a lot more intention has to go into food that like, I don't know, needs a lot of you know, doctoring and preparation. <laughs> right. So um, I'm drinking cream in my afternoon coffee and I just ate about two tablespoons of butter. <laughs> so we're on different wavelengths. But if you're listening and you have great vegan recipes or suggestions, send them to Tara. Yes, send them to me because I, I have been doing this now for a little over three weeks and I am loving it so much. I, I, I'm sure I'll talk more about it in our journey. But yeah, for so sure. far, it's the greatest thing. I'm 35 years old. And this is the first time that I have like ever considered attempting anything remotely like vegetarian. And mm. I love it. I'm, I'm sad that it took me this long to be willing to try it. Yeah, timing so, is everything. It okay, is. So now yes. that I've diverted us. us <laughs> so who, what does bedtime look like? What do evenings look like after you? Yeah, so together? we tend to start kind of wrapping into the bedtime routine very shortly after dinner. So, you know, we'll, we'll go up and usually it's me getting to like 
defrag for a minute while daddy helps her brush her teeth and then he usually reads one of her library books to her before bed and then I get to snuggle and I don't have very good boundaries around snuggling I guess because I don't feel like we need them um, so sometimes I will actually let her fall asleep while I'm snuggling with her but it usually involves some songs and lots of cuddling and you know she'll nice. she, my daughter is insanely sweet and very like very empathic and connected and mm. we are very connected so usually bedtime is like a very loving compassionate beautiful snuggly time we don't usually have a hard time putting her to bed um really when we have a hard time is when i'm trying to rush through it <laughs> yeah. for whatever reason yeah so usually it's like maybe a half hour of super snuggles and yeah. then she'll either fall asleep or she's ready for the dog to come in and and sleep on her bed and do you fall asleep with her or do you then go downstairs and have like yummy hubby time or it's most like usually time? that I mean I, a handful of times over the last year I have accidentally fallen asleep with her and like slept through the time. <laughs> <laughs> but usually I get up and the dog comes in and rests on her bed with her while she falls asleep and I go down and, and then spend time with David. Yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah, and Anything that's my else day. you want to add about your, what your day usually looks like? I just think it's fascinating for, for people to see how other. Yeah. So my, I love my days having tons of variety and um, including different people you know, so I, I will make appointments or I, I love that. So the more varied and different my day is, usually the better. Um, mm. And it doesn't always have to be like super duper planned. Um, but I will put a plan in place in the early part of the day for the later part of the day if it doesn't feel like it's you know, sort of active enough, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do have a good you dose of extrovert in me. <laughs> really organized and scheduled but also really flexible mm -hmm. it, it's a nice blend yeah I would say that's definitely me <laughs> I love it all right well let's power through some more interesting questions about who you are um, because we must be um, moving through our time here but let's give the listeners a peek into some of your like inner heart and mind so I'm cool. curious what you think what you would consider um, your superpower like what's Tara's superpower oh my god my superpower um, is having enthusiasm that is contagious because I love my life even when it's not so great um, or when things are really challenging like I I'm not sure anybody has more zeal for living than I do <laughs> And usually, I agree with that. If I if I get to you know share that with someone, um, I love watching that make an impact for somebody else. Like either just yeah. a quick brighten of their day, or yeah. sharing a, a different perspective on something that helps someone see it a different way, and then it doesn't feel so you know doom and gloom, or or even just being literally able to help. So I would say having contagious enthusiasm would be mm. my, my superpower. <laughs> yes, and you carry that everywhere you go. That's beautiful. <laughs> um, okay, so I love that. Um, the other part of that question that I had was sort of curious about was um, your interest in, like, guides. Like, do you feel like you have, like, angel guides or spirit animal guides or, like, 
religious guides or so I I have done some like shamanic work um and usually my visions have things to do with foxes and also fireflies so Mm. the logo of my business is a firefly and I have a tattoo of a fox (laughs) so though I feel like I am often the fox but the fireflies are more my guide because they show up in like a really obvious way for that yeah you know when I'm when I'm meditating um yeah and then Otherwise, I I love like Oracle to the higher wisdom stuff. So um, Sacred Rebel, that Oracle is my favorite. It's I know so nothing about good. Sacred Rebel. Sacred Rebel, so good. All I right, share well, it with I'll you. be Googling when we get off the podcast. <laughs> Maybe someone else will be too. <laughs> okay, so if if money were no object in your life, what you just gave us a picture of your day. What would your day look like if money were no object? If you just had like a flow of maybe residual or passive income and you did exactly what you wanted to do in your everyday, what would it look like? Hmm. Not what? maybe not quite the depth that we just went into <laughs> curiosity. For yeah, not hour, hour by hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, because this actually is an easy question for me because it would not look that much different, I don't think. Um, Money and lack of money doesn't have a huge impact on how I live my life right now. I still try yeah. to find a way of doing the closest thing that I could do with or without money. So um, I'm not sure that it would change a heck of a lot. I might hire like a general manager to like run the minutia and day-to-day of the cleaning company so that I didn't really have to do that. Um, I'm going to vote that you should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably the only thing that would change, really, is oh, that's that so I would hire a general manager for that and then probably just spend more time, like, on my little homestead and with my daughter and maybe get back I think into that's art one of the or something. You, you know you've found the, your place, your groove, your forever home in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. necessarily home, but you know what I mean? Like, that energy of you're in the yeah. right place is when you're like, you know what? I wouldn't really change much. Yeah. That's the only thing I would change. And really, yeah. I would fill that void of time with more of all of the other stuff that I'm already doing. Right. So exactly. it would just give me more time to do those other things that I'm yeah. very passionate awesome. about. Okay. Um, I am curious about versus the desire. I'm curious of the other side of that. Like, what do you, what are you doing now that and maybe, I don't know, well, never mind. I won't assume your answer. I'm just going to ask the question. <laughs> um, what do you not want to be doing in five years that you're doing now? Oh, like, boy, what, that I'm doing now. Like, in fi- if you're five years out from now, like, uh, okay. what do you not want to be doing? <laughs> yes, I, I want to not be figuring out still how to, like, purge and organize and, like, declutter and fix my house up. (laughs) I want to like have figured that out and gotten rid of all of the things that I'm working on, like getting rid of, um, because this is our forever home now. And every other place that I've been prior to this has always felt very temporary and this one doesn't. And all of a sudden I have way too much stuff um, (laughs) because I know what fits and what doesn't and stuff's got to (laughs) go. So I don't want to be doing that. Um, yeah, that's really 
one of the only things that I can think of. <laughs> I think it's a great answer. And it actually has such an impact on everything else in life. So <laughs> it totally does. That's huge. Totally that was life changing. That's our, okay. that's our one so minute that's warning. Because I really just have one more question for you. So if we were sitting here, well, when we're sitting here a year from now on our podcast, maybe we'll do this again in a year. Like, Ooh, that would be so fun. See how things have shifted. Do that. Cool. Um, so a year from now, not five years from now, what, what are you celebrating? Like, what does it look like for you in, in, wow, what a great year I just had. Hmm. Okay. So I, what my biggest goal right now is actually to ramp up everything that I'm doing in a really scalable way mm-hmm. um, because I have not really ever taken a lot of my businesses on, you know, online. And that's where I really see things being able to scale. And while I love what they're doing right now and I love what I'm doing, um, I do want a core piece of my being is making a bigger impact in the world. And I can't do that necessarily like one-on-one with everything that I do. So that would be my biggest celebration is like, wow, I have been able to connect with so many more people now because I have figured out how to scale up online. Beautiful. And you, I would assume you're mostly referring to your coaching work when you. Yeah. Like the, the coaching, but also like the life adventure stuff. Yeah. Right. Right. And being able to share that. Yeah. Instead of just over coffees, (laughs) like (laughs) one-on-one coffees. Yeah. Not clean. It's hard to do house cleaning online. (laughs) But you imagine, I mean, that's a good question. And I know we're we're at time, but um, you said not you said you wouldn't change much from five years or a year from now. So is that a company you, you imagine having forever? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm not married to it. So if, if it ever worked out for us to pay it forward to someone else and let somebody else take the reins and that just made sense, then I would be fine with that. But I also am totally fine with the idea of having it incorporated into my life, you know, for the foreseeable future. Yeah. yeah. It's not something that I'm ever trying to run away from. It just, you know, I could, I could do with a break. Yeah. <laughs> I could do, yeah. I could do other things with my time than dropping off keys and like ordering inventory and stuff. <laughs> well, <you're laughs> at this point. At so many things and you have such amazing vision that um, I'm excited to see where you are. Too. Yeah. That, that company is a little bit of a, an interesting dynamic because it's where I have so much gratitude. It's, you know, it's my bread and butter. It's what feeds my family. It's what allows me to have like the posture to do other things I'm really interested in. And at the same time, it's like the thing I'm the least passionate about now yeah. because these other things have materialized and started happening. So it's an interesting thing. I love thing. that you div- you're the least passionate about it, but you don't have like a tangible angst. About no, not it. Like, at all. Not like I can't wait to let that business go. Oh go. gosh, no, no, That's not so at all. I'm so grateful for it. I love it. Well, I found this fascinating, even though I know you, Tara. So I hope that's <laughs> fascinating too. <laughs> um, next week, we will move into, uh, we'll switch places. Sounds yes, good. I can't wait. Because I've been thinking about what your answers are going to be the whole time I was at answering Perfect. them. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of them are probably similar. <laughs> they might be. We tend to see. overlap a little. Okay, that sounds good. Anything you want to add before we call it a wrap? I don't think so. Just thanks everybody for being here. And seriously, if you have an awesome answer to any of these questions, please pop them online for us to see because these are pretty cool and 
I would love to know how you all feel about them. Yeah, these are really great questions for anyone to just sort of ponder and think about either in journaling or just in thought when you're driving. You can pause the podcast and be like, how would I answer that question? Mm -hmm. And Um, then let us know. (laughs) Let us know and send Tara vegan recipes. Yes, vegan recipes, please, everyone. Loving it. All right. Have a great afternoon, Tara. You too. See you again soon. Okay. Thanks for joining us for another episode. If you haven't already done so, please do us the honor of leaving a rating and review on iTunes and check in with us on social. Amanda Kingsley is a work from home mother of three. Her mission is to free parents from financial stress so they can spend more time being present with their children. Learn more at her website, thewhyhive.com. Tara Masildine is a passionate entrepreneur, founding several businesses over the last 15 years. She's currently living the adventure of being a CEO, mom, and collaborative coach. Find her at allin.life.